Welcome to the Small Fictions Podcast. Every week, three aspiring, slash, totally shit writers create short stories and send them to an English teacher for grading. Here are your hosts, Ryan, Alex, and Elliot. So do I have to cut that whole bit, Mr. Teacher? Yeah, please do. Okay. Uh, Great. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to National Identity. Bit of a cheeky subject, Mr. Teacher. It could be explosive. (laughs) Could get us cancelled. Yeah, Yeah, I really struggled with this one. Um, Me too. Or I think it could be my finest work. You never know with Mr. Teacher. Isn't that your opener most weeks? (laughs) Oh, I'm even. <laughs> hang on a minute. I'm even more worried now because usually you all come on and say, "I've nailed it this week. I've nailed it. This is my finest week," and then it's utter turd. And then for you to come on and say, "I've struggled," Jesus. it's genius. It's got to be genius, right? <laughs> I'm worried. Anyway, unrelated to that, can I just give a shout out to this beer here, Sapporo? Uh, Sapporo. I'd never heard of this. Oh man, yeah, you caught that really quick, but um, there it is. Look at that. Yeah. Now this is premium Japanese beer, and I'd never heard of it, but I. It was on. I've had one with you, Al. Sapporo? No, we yeah. had a sahi, <laughs> didn't we? No, when we were in um, that rest that that Japanese uh, restaurant in in Liverpool Street. Uh, the oh, sushi one. A... Oh yeah. Well, apparently I have had it before, but I've forgotten how wonderful it was. Uh, it's so a great beer. I, re- I recommend you go out and find some. It is delicious. And this tin that it comes in, it's like it's like titanium or something. Like after you finished mm. it, you cannot crush it with your hand. You cannot crush it. Oh, you can't. I, I challenge you. <laughs> <laughs> I challenge you to try and crush it. You could build a, a foundation of a house out of these tins. They're, they are phenomenal. Um, very much enjoying it at the moment. You're not drinking tonight, Mr. Teacher? No, just just uh, just the water. Disappointing. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm hopeful that I don't need anything um more, more exciting because your your narratives are going to do yeah. that for me. You might need a lobotomy after this one. No, <laughs> or first, yeah, just to get through it. So have you guys gone political then? Because I've I have. Yeah, um, which is possibly a dangerous uh, territory yeah and i've really it's i've really cancellation territory yeah i've stuck my flag in the in the dirt as well with my i've now what's it nailed my colors to the mast yes pinned um, your tail on the donkey yeah yeah so i'm definitely going to offend half the country but you know sometimes you've got to make a stand in life i think Say i'm going really to think. offend the whole country okay all right but... trying to one up me no no not at all well yeah by half <laughs> well that's a double now isn't it but yeah there's um there's not many people that that have really escaped what i've done oh um well, sorry no, ch- actually there are um sorry just change the subject just before you joined i was talking to mr teacher I, I i did a hike today and i didn't see anyone until i got to the top and walked on some sh- like sheet ice and fully went arse over tip my legs were in the air above my head before i'd hit the ground it was that kind of fall and I did it right in front of the only two people I'd seen in the whole hike. Mm. <laughs> Excellent. You made their day then. I fully, absolutely, like, like a sack of potato hit the ground. And I was like, oh, <laughs> pulling myself up. And 
One of them was about middle-aged and one of them was slightly younger. And they just pissed themselves. Mm. They, not a single, <laughs> not a single Excellent. comment of, oh, are you okay? It was just like, ah, you didn't want us to see that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the way you, you would like it, right? If, you, if it was the other way around, that's, I remember once, like when we were kids, and you'll know what I'm talking about straight away, it was walking along this narrow alleyway, and then someone tried to get past us on a bike. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she like hit every kind of fence post with a handlebar. She was going on, bang, 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 and then just fell over like right in front of us. <laughs> I said, oh my goodness, are you okay? It's like trying to help her up, and you were cracking up laughing, and you ran off with Adam, I think, <laughs> just laughing your head off. <laughs> it was one of the most amazing things that I've ever seen. Yeah, because she hit every fence post, but the fence post was like stacked the yeah. other way against her. She was so really it's... trying to like counter it, wasn't she? Bang, 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 bang. Because <laughs> she didn't want to bump into us. Like She was being so polite. Right, <laughs> I remember when you, you fell over well. in a muddy puddle, like when we Where? were kids, and we were, co- we were co- co- coming back from the high street. Right. And you fell over in, in a, like, a muddy puddle and you just couldn't get up because you were pissed. And you were just, <laughs> God, and really? we, were both, we were both pissing ourselves and you were just sort of kind of doing like a Homer Simpson sideways. Oh, shit. Thing. I do remember that. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I couldn't help you because I was just for, like trying to keep myself stable from laughing myself. But yeah, yeah, his own, he was fighting his own battle. <laughs> yeah. <I> was, yeah. <laughs> Well, it was every man for himself at that point. Maybe um, that was just a bit of karma today. Then for that, for that yeah. woman who mm. fell off a bike thirty-five mm. years ago, come back around. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm really hot. Jules had the heat on. I'm just going to take my hoodie off. Woo! Here we go, lads. This is what we've been waiting for. Oh, he's got a t-shirt. Uh, uh, t-shirt. Uh, let them. The night is young, man. <laughs> Turn up the heat in a bit more, Jules. <laughs> What's that now? Uh, nothing. That <laughs> ends. Um, right, should we should we uh, have a listen to these amazing stories then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Story number one. Uh, okay. Bullshit. The flatulence was deafening. Lisa could barely hear her own thoughts over the trap music and epic cacophony of clapping butt cheeks. What? <laughs> Why I mom for fuck's sake, mom? What kind of party is this, mom? She started slapping butt cheeks out the way. Slap, slap, slap. Just fucking slapping them around like Chris Rock's face. She tried to shoo them out of her bedroom, but slapping them made things worse. Hey there, pet, shouted her flatmate. Don't slap the butt cheeks, mom. I'm trying to write a dissertation here. Who are all these people? Get them out of our flat, Mom. Her flatmate ignored her request and the farty, clappy butt cheeks just continued and the people just continued to party and just wouldn't leave. So Lisa just decided to try and get some sleep. She dreamt of clapping butt cheeks. The next day, on her way to university, she noticed even more farty butts following her around, butt first. <laughs> oh, why I, Mom? Why I, Mom? Ah, come on, Mom. Why I'm on? As the farts continued, Lisa stepped out into the oncoming traffic and was instantly disintegrated by an articulated lorry as she couldn't hear or see the cars because all the farty butts. 
What Meanwhile, the at, a, at the exactly same moment, at the exactly same moment in Spain, Great. they had the annual running of the bulls in the little-known fishing village of Cali Estafeta. Mike sat on his balcony enjoying a cruise campo as the bulls charged around, goring various civilians, running and laughing as they tried to escape the carnage. Also, America invented the wheel. Parallels? What the fuck? That was... (laughs) Whose was that? Alex, I can't tell if it's Alex... Alex is doing a classic or Elliot trying to change his style. No, I mean, that was... No, that definitely wasn't me. Um, (laughs) I don't get it. I don't really understand. Like, it's... The whole thing was about Lisa... Like, uh, with these buff, slappy farts, which had very little to do with... (laughs) national identity as far as I can tell and then it was a paragraph of running of the bulls in Spain which does also does have a bit of national identity in it I think I think what he's done is tell a fart story and then just (laughs) tag on a bit of national identity in the last paragraph I think that's what he's done right Uh, so yeah so a big inspiration for this story for me was of course uh, uh, of course the the classic now Pickles, right? Which had nothing to do with the theme, all right, and ended with a one-liner about a bag of dicks getting thrown into the sea. Um, completely uh, just absolute drivel. And it was awarded very highly, yeah. And then it was it was bumped up at the end of the season. So that was a big um inspiration for me for this one. And um obviously farts. Um that that's it for that sentence. So I mean, but you need to. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's my defence, my theory. Obviously, farts. Full stop. Next point. Full stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there, I mean, you're right. There were obviously farts. Can't I can't deny that. I don't know what's happening. I, I mean, no. I, I just honestly, I had nothing for national identity. <laughs> I, I wrote. Um, that's in all fairness, in all truth, I did write about three or four stories. And they were all really, really offensive. Like this so, was the best. So offensive, just like so, so stereotypical. All of them were just going to cause mad offence. So I just, I, I just yeah. binned them all and just went with farts. And just, I'm going to have to, going to have to take the loss on this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's given up in the in the first hurdle. Oh, um, no. I just couldn't do. It. I just thought, man, I. I've got some issues to work through. Apparently, like every country, I started with America, and now uh, they were just eating their donuts and they were fat. And then I like, just, uh, I think like, I went to Australia and they were just barbecuing. And uh, I was like, no, I can't do anything here. This is awful. <laughs> oh, I sound, they sound good. <laughs> yeah, they um, sound better. <laughs> but the, you know what, though, despite that, and it's obviously just like cobbled together in two seconds. But I didn't. I wasn't bored. I wanted to. Oh. I was like, okay, what's happening with the ball running? I wanted a bit. I just. I would have been happy if that carried on a bit. Yeah. So I mean, nah. <laughs> yeah, if if, if you somehow running... managed to link that back to Lisa, somehow, then that kind and sort of tied it in together, that might have worked. So the ball running is actually like just a paragraph from one of the other abandoned. I was going to say that, and so is the American. <laughs> <laughs> America invented the wheel. Right, that was okay. just like a one-liner that I thought I'd nick that from the American. Is that basically a story? Sort of... And then I just cobbled all this together as nonsense. Sorry, guys. <laughs> what was the, the America invented the wheel thing? Is that like um, 
kind of the way sort of the, the whole story is... was just about the the sheer arrogance of Americans yeah, the thinking they, they they're, think uh, Americans thinking the center of the universe yeah, yeah. Okay. well 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 Americans make up 50 percent of our listening figures we better say something oh, to counterbalance well, well, I mean so that's yeah. why I'm so glad I binned that story then in that case because <laughs> uh, I wouldn't want to upset half of our audience yeah, yeah it's literally half like hello Americans if you're listening I don't know why you're listening to us but thank you mm. Anyway, so I think we can move on from this, to be honest, to see what you guys got. <laughs> All right, fine by me. This was done. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, not your worst. <laughs> <laughs> That's damning with Facebook praise, isn't it? Oh, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Story number two. Story two. The buoyancy of Gammon. Bojo built a big boat, rounded up all the Brexiteers for a big party on it, named it the Britannic, a portmanteau of the title of some boat he'd heard was good and Britain. The king declined his invitation to smash a bottle of champagne on it, so Bojo did it himself. Bottle punched a hole in the side of the boat and didn't break. Rah, rah, never mind, never mind, carry on, guffawed Johnson and fell in the sea. An RAF Westland WS61 seeking rescue helicopter, manned by six highly trained aircrew, winched him back out. Cost the taxpayer 200k. Rees-Mark honked the ship's horn, giggled and swallowed a peasant hole, like a giant python. Sopping wet, Bojo barged through the pro-Brexit crowd of xenophobic grannies and chronically uninformed, and scuttled up the gangplank. Nerves are being left behind. Some of the more agile 51.89% tried to force their way on board, excited to enjoy the Brexit celebrations. They were all shot dead by the Right Honourable Sir David Davis MP with a World War II British-made Bren gun and slid back down the gangplank. Some plopped into the sea. The crowd wasn't sure how to react at first, but then Liz Truss got on the loudspeaker and yelled something about cheese and pork markets, which confused them momentarily. Suella Braverman then yelled, stop the boats, and won them back. The cheering resumed and Truss and Braves high-fived. The Britannic set sail into the English Channel and stopped in view of the White Cliffs of Dover. All the Brexiteers stood to attention and saluted the famous symbol of a Britain that had never existed. Dominic Cummings complained that his hand ached after a few seconds. They were agreed and stopped. Bojo got greedy with a picnic basket and a fight broke out between him and Cummings, resulting in the pencil-necked, know-it-all, short-sighted, COVID-rules-dodging mug twat falling overboard with all the food. No one knew how to work the rope ladder, so they just left him to die and sailed on. Liz Truss appeared from below deck, covered in grease. Bad news, guys, she said. I fucked the engine, thought the traditional diesel that's worked for over a century on all boat engines everywhere was shit, so I swapped it for Vimto. Cries of, nice try, old girl. Good work, good work. Can't be helped, sang out from the chorus of privileged simpletons. The Britannic drifted to Dunkirk. Disgusted by the foreign soil, none of the Brexiteers wanted to disembark. They were forced to barter with the Europeans for food and water. How much do you want? shouted Bojo. 350 million pounds, yelled the Europeans in flawless English. That's expensive, said Bojo. There was a pause and the Europeans smiled. Yes, 
said the Europeans. They had a whip round. Will 300 million do? It's all we had in our pockets, said Bojo. The Euro sent a drone to collect the money and drop off the trade paperwork. Rees-Mogg had a good bash at trying to understand it all, but fell asleep. Bojo shrugged and said, Bugger if I know, there's a lot of complicated financial stuff in here. Let me have a look, said Truss. No, said everyone in unison. They all laughed, including Truss. While they figured out the baffling new post-Brexit import-export rules, the food and water went rotten and they all died. Well, um, I would just like to be the first to congratulate you, Ryan. Um, I don't think there was a single boner in that story. There wasn't a boner. There wasn't a fart. Just, I think Ryan had one when he wrote it. By the, <laughs> it was, it looked like a, a therapy exercise for him. Although I will say, you you mentioned that half fifty percent of our readers are American. I know that we know who like the main American political people are because it's kind of thrust in our face i'm not sure americans give a give a tiny crap about british politics so are they going to know what who these people are no you do yeah you do need quite a detailed knowledge of the last five years of all these little like liz truss's pork markets speech that she did and um yeah bojo generally being a buffoon and getting stuck on a zip wire and stuff like that um Mm. yeah and also it was a lot darker and more angry uh hearing it read out than it seemed when i was writing it yeah i mean it wasn't ha ha funny i would uh, uh... <laughs> no like, it seemed it seemed like i've really got a problem um so maybe, I'm maybe thinking i do now that's um sometimes you need to see it that way don't you write write it down hear it back to to yourself yeah i've, I've really hate dominic cummings by the looks of it mm. or just everyone involved in brexit yeah Including like the, the one those who voted for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, um, no muff diving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'll, no. I'll stick to the bonus next week. Yeah. I, I mean, fair play for, for trying something new. Like you're trying to branch out into a new form of comedy here, right? Which doesn't um, rely on dicks and whatever else. Um, yeah, satire. Yeah, oh, is that what it's called? Satire. Right, like you see on um, Have I Got News For You. <laughs> oh, if, this, if they read this out on Have I Got News For You, everyone would be pissing themselves. Um... So it's kind of upper brow, high brow kind of comedy. So that's why I went over There's so many there. Easter eggs like hidden in there for things that have happened with Brexit over the years. Well, £350 million was not selected randomly. That was on the side of the bus that Johnson did. The campaign bus. Yeah. For example. Yeah, I remember that was the main thing that made everyone vote for Brexit, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. Save the NHS. £350 million pound for the NHS instead. Did yeah. that ever happen? Per week, oh. he said. Per week, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I feel like I've depressed everyone. Um, <laughs> no, no. Um, well. A bit. Mm. I'm getting pretty nervous about my story now. Oh God, please make it an uplifting one. <laughs> um... <laughs> we had Alex's one cobbled together from four shit ones into a Frankenstein <laughs> of shit. Mine that's really depressing and angry. What? What's yours going to be like, Al? 
Oh, I don't know. I suppose we better get it over and done with it. <laughs> All right. Story number three. Story three. Hashtag be kind. Brackets of an asshole to each other. Part one. An Englishman, Irishman and Scotsman walk into a bar after a hard morning queuing outside the Dole office and nothing amusing or stereotypical happens. Fucking immigrants! They're the reason I can't get a bloody job! The Englishman said. Them immigrants took our jobs, said the Irishman. Aye, they took our jobs, said the Scotsman. What jobs you been applying to then? Didn't bother, did I? Immigrants took them all. Thank fuck for Brexit though. Farage will get rid of them, he said, so go on GB News. Barrage 2025! He rubbed his gonorrhea-ridden micro-penis into a semi. Fuck! Ah, you can have your Farage when we're free of you as English Tadgers. Scottish freedom! He absent-mindedly scratched the surgical scar from his free knee operation, performed by an immigrant doctor, and pulled out his free dole money to buy another drink. You fucking English, always interfering. Can't even leave us alone to kill a few protestants in peace. Sensing the tables Jesus. turning on him, the Englishman finished his great British beer, only made possible by immigrant farm workers harvesting the hops, and declared, Let's have a whiskey. You choose one. The Scotsman and Irishman turned on each other and began shouting intelligibly. A few minutes later, a mutual headbutt calmed them down and they changed the subject back to which ethnicity was the most responsible for their problems, just as a trio of soft cock snowflake students walked in. Part two. An English, Irish and Scottish trio of recent university graduates of unassumed genders walk into the bar. They take the vegan lemonade, almond milk latte and wheatgrass smoothie they ordered or 7-Up, Nescafe, and some blitzed-up leftovers from the compost bin as served by the gruff landlord, to a table in the corner, far from the three toxic, misogynistic representations of patriarchal privilege at the bar. Whilst discussing the horrors of rare earth metal strip mining in Africa, they absentmindedly open their brand new MacBook Pros and set their iPhones and tablets on the table. The conversation moved on to why they, three intelligent, well-rounded activists with gender studies and philosophy degrees, were still unemployed. Definitely global warming, yeah? Oh, totally, ha <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Colonialism, ha yeah. Hmm, hmm, yeah, yeah. Both, but both of those extensions were of the patriarchal system of oppression, yeah. After much deliberation, they agreed it was 50% global warming, 50% colonialism, and 50% the patriarchy, <laughs> because none of them studied maths. Yeah, one of them said with a glimmer of thought. Has any of us actually applied for any jobs in the last three months, though, Yeah. Actually, I find the whole application process so oppressive, Yeah, I've just tagged the companies I'm willing to work on from on Insta. They can find me. Hmm, yeah, great idea. I've been working on a new Facebook banner to get me noticed by employers. The laptop span to show the others a nifty amalgamation of the pride flag, Black Lives Matter banner, and the hammer and sickle. Yeah, I just need to add a hammer paraglider and a used tampon on there, and I'm finished, yeah? <laughs> Fuck they yeah. ordered more drinks and continued to echo each other's thoughts. Part three. The two groups caught sight of each other across the room. 
It wasn't clear who started it, but before anyone else knew what was going on, they were hurling venomous insults back and forth. The distance between them only made shouting possible. The exasperated landlord stood between them at an empty table with six chairs and begged them to join him there and stop ruining things for everyone. But they refused to meet in the middle. Oh my God. Okay, so that wasn't the uplifting story I was hoping for. <laughs> no. Fuck. Well, we... <laughs> I think we all struggled with this one. <laughs> uh, I've got to say, thank God for the, the second part of that, L, because I was getting very worried about the first one. Oh, what? Because it was going on the same line as yours? Or... No, because I just thought we can't have we can't just have loads of racism. Uh, but then it was it was obviously a, you were making a point. No, no, yeah, it was. And, um... Yeah, but we, the point was in relief. By, yes. by part two. Uh, so you, so this is a comment on kind of culture wars uh Yeah, it's basically, you know, extremism. And when you get to, to those lines and then nobody's talking to each other, they're only shouting at each other, refusing to meet in the middle, you know. Yeah. Uh, I liked the uh, the posh students. Uh, and I especially liked Mr. Teacher's uh, accent. There. Yes. Those guys can come back. I'd like to hear them just talking shit in a pub. Maybe not on such a serious subject. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, um, I, I mean, I think like this... Mm, refusing to meet in the middle uh, is definitely the case in America, right? Republicans and Democrats, you know, the, the, over there is basically... It's almost like two countries, are, you know, in the early stages of forming with these two political parties. What you've got here is, I don't know, almost like a generational divide is the impression I'm getting. All right, fucking immigrants, they're the reason I can't get a bloody job. Them immigrants took our jobs. You know, so this to me is kind of like, a, I don't know, like an older generation, maybe the boomers, right? And then you've got the the young kind of... Yeah, but we're... You know, we're university we're students coming often, in and they're not getting jobs. And We're more often dividing ourselves on various lines aren't isn't it like sometimes it's political left right sometimes it's generational sometimes it's by gender or skin color or whatever like and it's um so yeah and i know you you're right it is probably worse in america but i think with I mean, so, stuff, but if we, you want to go usually that. we're usually just a few years behind america on this kind of stuff like, and it is definitely getting worse here. but what's the national identity theme that we're going for here well, right? like if this was applied to america theme. i'd get it but here you've got generational is what i'm oh you think you think elliot's got his finger off the pulse here no not at all like <clears> we've got we've got like um in the first one we've got sort of typical you know like um dull dull scrounging like middle-aged angry angry white guys being racist what they are and you know like um severely sort of uh nationalistic and then the second one we've got you know i mean they're all cartoon characters but i think they're they still represent the national identity the, the stereotypes of a generational divide yeah is what i'm getting um and, and what's can you explain the uh the hamas paraglider and use tampon i'm not sure uh it's just the um the the way that uh, just trying to can't explain again. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> just the, no, it's just the way. That, no, it's, um, the it's the shock value you go you go for. It. No, not at all. Like it's um, it's basically the whole um idea of 
so putting those things together it's basically the way the way you get in some circles you know stereotypically on university campuses where you care about insert current thing like it's the the thing that you're currently being sort of drip fed to care about and that's what you care about kind of thing so so you you have to you can buy in everything together it's like oh what are we caring about this week so you know um it's putting all those things together oh so is it like a like a woke kind of culture <laughs> and commentary that, yeah, that sums it up i think wokeness. yeah i think so so it's yeah it's basically the two two ends of the spectrum yeah <clears throat> okay well if you come to small fictions for your um cultural and political analysis i think you've hit the jackpot this week Got you covered yeah yeah shame about the comedy though yeah yeah uh but you know what l <clears throat> i didn't mind it what I would say, though, I think it would be fifty <clears> percent <throat> more effective if it had fifty percent fewer words. What's it just? But yeah, oh, but is, I, have you checked the word count again, Ryan? Is that where you're? I haven't. I'm going to do it now. Check it. No, it's it's definitely check under. It. Check check. Oh my check god, it. it's under by. Do you know what? I know? guess how many words you're under the word limit by? Seven. Yeah, would you want to have a guess? Uh, no, are you including all the gubbins at the top? Like yeah. The... Well, that a that doesn't count. But no, um, that's ten. <laughs> You're fourteen words under the word limit. You are sailing close to the wind here. After yeah, getting but... a U the week the other week. But full fourteen ins, fourteen in. Like I, I checked, I checked it before I started, before I posted it. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd work this with I'm boys. depressed. <laughs> mm. Yeah. All right, let's take the savage in then. <laughs> yeah, let's just get the greats <laughs> out of the way. Oh, my God, it's grading time. Okay, so here's the um, least surprising bit of the evening. These are all utter shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All oh. three of them. Oh, God. Is this yeah. going to be our first ever Triple U? Oh, no, we got that in the first season. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. Uh, I mean, do, do I even need to comment on story one? Yes, I'd love if if you did. <laughs> yeah, please do. Yeah. Well, I'd like to know where I went wrong. <laughs> I mean, if you, Al, if you don't know. I'll be here all night. If you don't know, Jesus Christ. I mean, well, I... I mean, it's just—it's just—I'm not—I'm not sure there is anything I can say. You know, when you know, you sometimes get students that will hand something in, and it's so bad that it is just—you think, how much time is this worth? Is it worth giving to this? Because this this is—it's—it's it's so far off the scale in terms of a, I mean, obviously, it's a U. Let's just say it goes without saying, it's a U. <laughs> Yeah. But it is a re- it's a really, 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 really low you. Right. I mean, it's words. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes not even that. Blimey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. <clears throat> worst worst of a, both seasons? It's up, it's it's down there. I mean the <laughs> aside, I mean, you know I'm a lover of accents, but I've, I've been told to to read this in Mancunian accents, but yet everything is written as if it's a Geordie. Yeah, I know. Every, oh, every, I think that's what I meant to. 
Right, yeah. Everything is why I man. But I've got to try and turn that into a Noel Gallagher. Sorry, that's my bad. <laughs> so not only is it, you know, my the one enjoyment that I get from these awful stories <laughs> is being able to have fun with an accent. Yeah. And my head yeah. is just scrambled. Screwed like, it up. It's all. I mean, it's, it is. It is dreadful. Dreadful, dreadful, dreadful. At one point, I found myself trying to find the metaphor in here, and I just wondered whether there was the fart. You've got this. You've got this undergraduate who's trying to get away from the the sort of the quagmire of society and being brought back down into it. And is is writing these essays. She's trying to write a dissertation, and she's desperately searching to fight against the system, to fight against. And, and all of these kind of the farts are a metaphor for. Um, bringing her, bringing her back down, and trying to sort of suck away any self progress and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, what am I doing? Why am I giving this story any? Yeah. Um... I hope you didn't spend long on that. Yeah, just, just, yeah, yeah, piss poor. <laughs> all right, buoyancy. Yep. Equally bad, if not worse. Oh my god! Whoa. Uh, I mean, there's nailing your colours to the mast, and then there's just ramming that nail down the listener's throat. <laughs> there, there is no, there's no subtlety. It is entirely, um, it's kind of blow by blow by blow by blow by blow by blow. It's like we get it after we get it after the first couple of sentences. I just feel like we've been there. I feel like we've. This is. You know, we've um, the Brexit ship has um, has sailed, and I, I agree with with all of your comments. It just feels depressing. So, can I take that as a you? Yep. <laughs> okay. Hashtag be kind. Yep. Do you want to have a guess? Uh, B. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it had the most going on. It, uh, yeah, it, you know, it did. It had a bit it of yin did. and yang. It, it um, you know, I was, I was, wasn't uh, no punching down. I was hitting at both sides. This is um, the best of message. the three. It is the best of the three, but it's it's still very, very, very bad. <laughs> um, it's it's. I mean, in all three, right? In all three, I I actually did this whilst I was. Um, just trying to find some solace here. I Googled, I put into Google how to write a story. You, know, me. you, you should have known that really, shouldn't you? <laughs> Aren't you, you a teacher? teacher. <laughs> you need a teacher, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you better not say that to the other teachers. And the first, the first things that the first link that came up, just click on the first link. Um, is how to write a story in six steps, a complete step-by-step -step guide to writing a good story, written by Masterclass, updated September the 8th, 2021. And you scroll down. First five, determine your setting. Two, make memorable characters. Three, understand type two different types of conflict. Four, give your plot a twist. Five, recreate natural dialogue. I don't think that any of our stories do any of those things. I think I ticked all of those boxes with mine. No, there's arguably a setting, but is it really? I mean, yeah, it's it's not. There's no memorable characters in any of these stories. Oh, Ryan liked my students. Yeah, I thought they were good. 
No, but not in the right context. I agreed with um, the comment about that. I'm quite happy to have them back, um, but not talking about stuff you just expect them to. You know, if 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 this was a a round of pointless, and you'd asked a hundred people in the street, what do you think three posh university students would talk about? This would be like a top answer. Yeah, this is right there. In in my defence, like the other authors have have um berated my stories in the past for being too subtle for being for having too much going on for being too sort of um nuanced and hiding stuff in in the layers so i just thought i'd go a little bit more simple this time no bring back the layers give me the layers <laughs> he's like overcorrected I yeah love i have overcorrected yeah <laughs> i think you all have i think you know uh, i i i am almost pleading for i, I want to know where the dicks are <laughs> he's begging for them back <laughs> Watch Alien. <laughs> oh, look at that. That's not going to make any sense because I've got to cut that whole bit out. Come full oh, yeah. circle. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> wow, this is an but, absolute savage. But it is the best. And therefore, it is getting a whopping E minus. Wow. Goodness me. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, I feel absolutely brutalised. I feel like I've been beaten up intellectually. Um, <laughs> but not only that, but I feel like I deserved it. It's like I went up to <laughs> a really tough intellectual and punched him in the in the balls. <laughs> hmm. um, curious analogy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with it. Basically, anything he's just said. Um, I'm gonna go back to safety next week with, and it's gonna be just, yeah, farts and yeah. bonus all the way. I mean, I, I will say, Mr. Teacher, you, you did give us a very contentious subject. Yeah, can we have a simple one next week? Just a one yeah, word. I mean, that was so difficult. So far, I'm looking at the you know, ones the you've given us so far. Yeah. We've had new beginnings, slippers, modern romance, and national identity. Can we just have a, the slippers? Was the one word? <laughs> so such a simple subject. Slippers, we nailed it. Yeah. We nailed it. Just, yeah. just so you know, the, the substitute teacher, Mr. Blunder, gave us what was it? Sweets. <laughs> sweets. Yeah, yeah sweets. That was a good week. He got so what, pissed um, off with that shit. But like, <laughs> there was a whole bunch of stuff which was just like, what was the number? I can't remember half of them. The yeah. listeners wouldn't have heard that sweets yet. We've no, pre-recorded sure. it. It's in, it's in the behind the curtain. Uh, it was um, but the, this week is isn't it eating in strange places? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. Well, before I'll give Mr. Teacher a few minutes to think about that uh, the next yeah. theme because he's going to have to really you know scrape the barrel for something simple. Um, I'm yeah, just going bottomy for... isn't sounding such a bad idea now. Actually, <laughs> 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 uh, I'll just do the scores. Uh, so last week we had Elliot on 9.5 and Alex on 16.5 and me on 19.5. Elliot's the only one to score any points this week. So he's <laughs> we're still in he's still in third, but he gets 11.5 points now. Uh, yeah, so still I'll still a ways it. to go. <laughs> how many points do you how many points do you get for an E minus? You get two. <laughs> that, that seems generous. I thought it would be half a point. I, mean, I, thought, I thought that was D-worthy. You get but... half a point for an F-minus. Oh, there's an F? 
There's an F. Teacher, yeah. did you know that? <laughs> no, you don't have an F. You can't have an F. Why? That's well, American. It doesn't exist. I didn't know that. I think an American F is like L U. Oh. Oh, right. Okay. Well, then that's fucked our scoring for both seasons then. Oh, wow. <laughs> we need a recount. Well, it's not like this prize money, is it, really? Like this, uh... Yeah. Well, I'm going to keep the F on there just so you know, Mr. Teacher, it's there and available for you if you want it. I'll never use it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's the end of it. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get this over with. What, what's next week's theme if you still want to carry on, Mr. Teacher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really pleased about next week's theme. All right. I'm looking forward we're, to it. We're going to, we're going to take it back in the direction of, I think, some of your best stories from season one. Mm-hmm. So um, I would like you to write Pixar's next short. Ooh. Ooh. Pixar's next movie. Next short. So their short film. You know those little short films you get before the feature film? Nope. Mm, I've never seen one. Um, uh, well, there you go. There's some really good research. I'm, for you. I imagine they're on YouTube, right? You will find them on YouTube, yeah. So before each feature film, there's a little Pixar short, which generally involves one or two characters, and it's generally four to five minutes, but are really good for a short story. Okay. So hmm. I, I think this is me, I think, trying to bring back your, your talents, as they are, um, I think lie predominantly away from dicks, away from politics, <laughs> Children's stories. Looking forward to it already. Okay, great. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's got to be better than this week. Yes. We did, we did have a week like this in the last season. Remember, we, had, we all got used on uh, Pointlessness Week. Yes, we did. So we, we, and we got better after that. There were some highlights after that. So we, we can have, be a bit chin up about it. Yeah, it's just a blip. Yeah, just a little blip. Um, all right. Well, thank you very much, guys. Cool. See you later. See you next week, boys. Thanks for listening to the Small Fictions Podcast. Email us with questions, stories of your own, or anything at all at smallfictions at gmail.com.